Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The First Team. First time ever that you and I are recording next to each other. Not exactly the best setup. We're recording from the uh, Airbnb that is down the road from Lucas Oil Stadium here at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. And we're going to be recapping day one of the drills that happened in the stadium, talking about all the top performers for the defensive tackles, the edge rushers, and the linebackers. Starting us off, Ryan, with the... Uh, defensive tackle group, two guys that had unbelievable performances. The one that we have to bring up first is Braden Fisk, the uh, interior rusher from Florida State, formerly of Western Michigan, ends up running a 4.78 in the 40. And he was one of these guys that just throughout the process, Senior Bowl was kicking butt, wasn't super clean during the Senior Bowl, but busted his ass, showed a ton of you know high effort plays, uh, but ends up running a 4.78, ends up having a 33 and a half inch vertical, uh, and then a nine foot nine inch broad. All of those are amongst the top of the interior defensive linemen. I think for me, when you look at this guy on film, it didn't really flash to me that this was a crazy, crazy athlete. So I have to go back and take another look. I I thought that this was more of a a late day three guy. And, you know, maybe he's got a little bit more explosiveness that I wasn't expecting. Well, I mean, it it was necessary for this type of performance because you were talking about Braden Fisk, who at right around six foot four, 292 pounds. He only had 31-inch arms and has a very underwhelming wingspan, obviously. But having this type of 10-yard split, I would even go further, mm-hmm. Joe, and say you know, the 40 is great. Four seven eight, fantastic, right? But the one six eight ten 10-yard split, which was the fastest of any interior defensive lineman here, on top of the 33-and-a-half-inch vert and the 9-9 broad, that demonstrates short area explosiveness, which is how a guy like Braden Fisk is going to have to win. He's mm-hmm. not going to win with tremendous power consistently, play at the point of attack, but clearly he has first step explosiveness. And when you do watch the film, that is there. Now the question of what is the long-term upside? How good can he be? Can he mm-hmm. be anything more than a exclusive three technique in the four-man front? Those things are still questions that are going to be out there, but mm-hmm. I think that we can deduce from this performance that he's obviously a very impressive short area athlete. Yeah, I've always thought with Fisk that the motor that he brings to the position, at the very least, you're going to get a really good rotational guy. I I don't know if he's necessarily an every down player, one that I want out there on every single snap for me defensively. But um, the way that he has just been so strong throughout this process, as I mentioned earlier, I I feel like amongst any of these defensive tackles, he's just been the most steady in taking these small steps forward. I would like to be clear here. I I still don't see a guy that is going to go somewhere – on day two, maybe he ends up going late in the third round, but I think that's a little bit unrealistic uh, given the measurables, but the testing is going to really help his case for any scouts that maybe overlooked some of his uh, some of his measurables. Well, I mean, the, the draft process is all about stacking days at right. the end of the day, right? So he goes down to the Senior Bowl, has a good week overall mobile, has a really nice week, obviously, here in the Combine, doing impressive things from a physical standpoint, from the athletic testing standpoint. And also, we can't forget to mention that he was once a Western Michigan Bronco Mm. and taking that step up to the ACC, playing for Florida State. I think that he has just kind of been stacking great days in what is a long-term job interview. So seeing what he's been able to accomplish, it's been great stats for Braden Fisk, who I still agree is more than likely probably an early to mid-day three football player. But regardless, 
he's going to be a key rotational piece for someone on the next level. Now, a guy that you and I were both very, very high on uh, in our defensive lineman rankings, which we dropped on Monday. Go check that out if you happen to miss that. Rook Aurora Roro, your favorite name to say, the Clemson defensive tackle who physically looks like he's built in a lab. This guy is enormous. He's really not carrying a lot of fat, which is scary to say for a six, a six foot four, 294 pound defensive tackle, 34 inch arms, and ends up having one of the fastest 40 times running a 489 at almost 300 pounds, 32 inch vertical, nine foot, eight inch broad. We know that this guy is freakish. I have talked about some concerns when I look at his tape where he kind of gets tied up with blocks a little bit too much, but he's a little new. He's a little green to the the position in general and football in general. Yep. So I, I have optimism for his outlook in the NFL that you take him on day two and he's checked all these boxes that I know this is a really good athlete. He's going to look really good in the drills like he did. Um, he can end up on an NFL roster, develop in a couple of years, end up being really good. It's almost shocking that he's 294 pounds, to be honest. Like you see him on this long athletic frame. He's incredibly kind of a sleek looking player where I can see him being well over 300 pounds and maybe add 10 to 15 pounds to this frame and not compromise any athleticism. And he's a, he's just a very intriguing football player. Cause I, I think you're right. He's not a guy that has put it all together during his Clemson career, but you saw the flashes. There are mm. games where it's just, he's unblockable. Now there's times also that he needs to do a better job locating the football, getting off of blocks more effectively, but we're talking about, and I misspoke earlier when I said Braden Fisk had the, the quickest 10 yard split of the group. No, that belongs to Ruka Roro. Mm. who had a one, six, seven, which again, short area explosiveness, getting off the football, and then obviously the 32-inch vert and the 9-8 broad kind of just add to the fact that this is a very explosive football. Moving on to the defensive ends, and we ended up getting a little bit of um, a, a mix in where some of these guys ended up testing because yep. Dallas Turner ends up going with the linebackers. Chris Braswell ends up going with the linebackers. I'm going to bring up three defensive ends, though, that we have defined as defensive ends. I want to start with Jared Verse, who at six foot four, two hundred and fifty-four pounds, uh, thirty-three and a half inch arms, four five eight in the forty, which is just a great, great number that he is going to end up running. Again, we're not looking for uh, you know proof of guys that are testing better, and we're going to overreact and immediately uh, you know jump in and say like, oh, this guy, he's you know he's suddenly going to be a lot better because of the testing numbers being better than we expected. But for a guy like Verse to confirm that this is an explosive athlete, has a 35-inch vertical, which is phenomenal. A 10-foot, 7-inch broad is really, really good. 4-4-4 in the 20-yard shuttle, 7-3-1 in the three-cone. I, I mean, we knew for a fact this guy was explosive, and I, and I tweeted this out. You watch him during the drills. This is a refined player, an experienced player. He just moves so damn smoothly. Edge one reaffirmed edge one. I know that I didn't need to see that to affirm it, but I'm just going to keep reiterating that this is edge one. Well, it was great to see another thing was that he weighed in at well, he weighed in with 33 and a half inch arms and had nearly an 80 inch wingspan. It was actually two numbers that were higher than what his spring measurements was. He was actually sub 33 in the spring. So seeing his arms a little bit longer, wingspan a little bit longer, that was a great start, obviously, to the week for him. But we knew that he was going to test really well. If you go back to his high school days, he mm. was a very good sprinter coming out of the state of Pennsylvania. So him running a 4.58. Him having a 1-6-0, 10-yard split and having those jumps. I mean, 
35 inches is very good for a guy that's 254 pounds, but 10-7 is wild. Like that is a yeah. really, really good number. And even the three cone and, and short shuttle, those are not overly impressive numbers for an edge, but we know that Jared Verse is an explosive speed to power converter and the parts of his game that we needed to see verified in this testing all were with that 10 yard split with that vertical and with that broad jump. Uh, Lietu Latu, I think is another one of those guys that actually I put him in the bucket of not just only reaffirming what we know about him, but I go a step further. I mean, he looked way smoother than I was expecting because you look on film sometimes not the bendiest of the group, but you know yeah. that he's just a really smooth athlete and you watched him run has some of the best running form, which sounds like a, such a specific thing to talk about. But sure. I think that there is, and it all lines up with everything with him. As an edge rusher, he's very technically refined. He's got great technique. He's got great hand usage. And you see the attention to detail that shows up in the individual drills, that shows up when he runs the 40, when he does all the jumps, all of that stuff. Six foot five, 259 pounds. He ends up with a 464, 32 inch vert. Uh, nine foot, eight inch broad, those jumps and, and whatnot, they're not exactly in the highest category, but I was mostly impressed by just watching him run and then do all the drills. He looks like just such an easy, easy athlete, yeah. which makes me feel more comfortable of him going in the first round. I'm still waiting to know if there's going to be any red flags that come from his medical testing. It well, sounds like we're going to be fine until something pops up. Team. So okay. it sounds like the neck injury that unfortunately cost him early on in his career at Washington before he transferred to UCLA. It sounds like the neck injury has been something that people are going to be able to push behind them and that he's going to be okay. I mean, from a testing perspective, I think the biggest thing for me was you knew that he was a guy that won more off of finesse and the ability to understand of how to attack a rush, mm. right? You knew that that was his thing. But to show plus athleticism, this was a week I think that was about answering the medicals and then checking boxes athletically. And I think he checked every box, like 464s, four, rock solid. 162 is a good number for a 10-yard split. 32 inches in the vert, fine, not great, but solid, right? You're trying to hit those boxes, and I think that Liatu Latu also did tremendous in the positional drills, showing ankle flexion. He's not going to be the most incredible player dynamically from a athleticism skill set perspective, but he brings everything to the table that you need to be a successful pass rusher. Pardon my language, but there's always okay. going to be a guy, I think every year, especially with the defensive linemen that are, it's my, I'm going to start this as a thing. It's my holy shit award. The guy okay. that you just watch and you say out loud when you're watching it, holy shit. And I'm talking about Dallas Turner, who runs a 447, 40 and a half inch vertical uh, and then a 10 foot, seven inch broad. I, this is an unbelievable, unbelievable athlete, the way that he can move uh, and the way that he fits into this group. Not as far along in terms of his development, yeah. but he is the most gifted athlete of any of these defensive ends, any of these edge rushers. I think he is schemed diverse. Uh, he can play 4-3. He can play as a stand-up rusher in a 3-4. I, I am just in awe of who he is as an athlete. And I'll go as far as to say, I think that there is certainly a debate that could be had for uh, Dallas Turner as the number one edge in the class because you're going to come down to verse and say, do I want the guy that's more ready to play or do I want the more freakish athlete that's going to turn out to be potentially the more productive pro? And, and Turner just, again, confirmed, we know this guy's a freak. I knew he was long, but I mean, 34 and 3 8 inch arms, that is a impressive arm length for a player that's a stand-up rusher at only six foot three, actually sub six foot three and 247 pounds. I would say this, Joe, I mean, one, five, four, 10 yard split. 
means he's explosive off the line. 447 in the 40. That means that he can maintain that explosiveness throughout a play. 40 and a half inch vert and 10-7 broad. Like those are just silly mm. numbers, man. Like those are very comparable, I believe. I have to go back and look, but like Von Miller did some stuff like that back in the day, right? And you're going to be talking about this kid athletically, whether we're talking about relative athletic score or just kind of the the normal comparison that we're going to do on a daily basis. But like this kid is going to stack up to about the best outside pass rushers, the best stand-up rushers that we have ever seen come through the combine. Two linebackers who we knew were going to be really good athletes coming into yep. the week, but just again checking those boxes. Uh, Logan Wilson, six foot four, two hundred and thirty-three pounds. Sorry, Logan, Logan Wilson, fourth Wyoming. Yeah, yes. you you said that earlier and you I confused did. me. I did. Peyton Wilson, yes, uh, runs a four four four. Yep. He ends up having a 35, 34 and a half inch vertical, nine foot eleven inch broad. We knew he was going to be a crazy athlete. Sure. Has anyone said anything about his medicals? Because that's another guy with multiple shoulder and knee surgeries, I believe. I, I, yes, he's had well, he's had multiple shoulder injuries. Okay. Has had um, a couple of season-ending injuries yeah. in that regard, and he also had the ACL tear. I have not heard anything about his medicals yet, so let's hope for the best. Yeah, hoping that there's no medical issues. But oh my god, the guy flies all over the field, <laughs> yes. and very similar to Dallas Turner, where you just call, oh my. God, that guy ran, really just ran that. And this isn't a small linebacker. Like, there's, there for some reason, there's all these five foot eleven linebackers that just <laughs> showed up this two, year. Man, there's only two. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's too, that's too, too many. I know there, there have never been this many. I, I'm obviously speaking uh, facetiously, but um, I, he's not one of those smaller guys. He is right. enormous. So yes. for him to, to test that well is just. You know, it, it gets you juiced up, and you—he's worth taking in the first round if it wasn't for all the, you know, the medical stuff that kind of comes with him. He would be my highest graded linebacker if, if the medicals were not involved. Mm. And and there were a couple guys that ended up not testing today of the guys that were <coughs> Jeremiah Trotter. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I also didn't, I also didn't see Junior Colson's name on this list, Joe. So maybe Junior Colson oh, didn't test either, which is very sad. It's very very upsetting. By the way, by the way, before you, <laughs> I'm not knocking. Yes. I should have Jeremiah, Jeremiah Trotter. I just have to bring. We just have to talk about this. Look, okay. I'm, I don't like to disparage, and I don't like to like speak negatively on prospects. I try to be as positive as possible. Uh -huh. I'm not saying this like this kid stinks. I'm not doing that. Yeah, he doesn't but yeah. his measurables weren't great, sure. and he opts not to do any of the testing. Like right. none of the athletic testing. And there's no injury reported as to why he's not doing it. Yep, yep. I know, man. I, I, I just know. think that there has been a demo of fans and some analysts who have been saying that this is going to be like a really compact elite athlete. And right. I think that the fact that he chose not to test is yeah. kind of reaffirming that I, I don't want to get ahead of myself because he could blow up at the pro day, but sure. I don't know. It just feels, feels a little it's, weird. It's telling because the guys that we've seen opt out in the past are either injury related or there's some hangover. They made national title runs mm -hmm. or they were participating in the all-star game. Literally he was a true junior who did not go to the All-Star game. Clemson was not a playoff team this year. They yep. did not make a deep run. He had plenty of time to prepare for this. So unless there's some undisclosed medical reason that he did not participate today, I, I would say that actions speak louder than words, and lack of actions also speak those for volumes. Yeah, uh, again, not trying to disparage. Sure. It's more so being brought up of like a little bit of a reality check. And even for yeah. me, I was, I, I've said this before, I was kind of hoping to see if he could prove me wrong a little bit on some of this athletic testing so I could feel sure. a little bit better about him. But watching him on tape, I think it just reaffirms some of those concerns that I have of him uh, being explosive enough to be 
a starting Mike linebacker in the NFL. Right. Wrapping us up, Edron Cooper, yeah. who is, I believe, linebacker two or three for me right now. I got to double check where I have him. Six foot two, okay. 230 pounds, 34 inch arms, runs a four five two, which I think we were expecting. 34 and a half inch vert, nine foot, 10 inch broad. Yep. Um, another guy, very explosive. The eyes need to be worked on, but a younger yes. player who is just, you know, going to pop on tape without easily. And, uh, you know, quickly he moves. 34-inch arms for a guy that was 6'2 and an eighth is a wild mm. number, man. I just kind of want to emphasize that real quick because this is a long, athletic second-level defender. And 4'5'2", 1'5'4", 10-yard split. Like, none of those things should be overly surprising when you watch Edron yeah. Cooper. And then the other athletic explosive testing, it's just requisite, right? 34-and-a-half inches, 9'10 broad. They're both good, solid numbers for a linebacker, but you really see that explosiveness working off the line in his 40-yard dash, there's uh, there's just some easy athleticism and explosiveness there. At Joe DeLeon, at Rise and Draft, at the First Team Pod, uh, also at Believe Network. Folks, make sure you go and hit that follow button as well as subscribing to the show on audio or on video, wherever you're tuning in. We're going to be back for the rest of this week uh, giving you these quick recaps, and then we're going to give our you know full breakdown probably on Tuesday once we're uh, or Monday when we're both back in our normal recording studios. Stay right there, folks. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.